All right. Let's see if we can do this better. Uh, but I tell you. All right. Hopefully you can hear me now. Hopefully you can hear me now. You know, these dang on this electronic stuff, it drives you crazy. It really does. <laughs> it really does. All right. As I was saying, we got a lot for you today. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. We bring co-host P. Ross in here in a minute. And uh, we have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things, a lot of things going on here today. Um, show going to be a little heated, a little, I'm not going to say controversial, because what we're going to be talking about today is really what's happening. Everybody can see it. But what we're going to try to do today is explain a little bit to you how this is not something that is just a phenomenon now, okay? It is more of what has been done, has been perpetrated, has been planned uh, throughout the centuries, throughout the centuries. So this is not nothing new. Maybe a little more people are more brazen now with it, but, you know, this is something that has been always happening. Of course, we got North Korea. <laughs> they call it the, the United States uh, request for their denuclearization gangster. Yeah, they say it's gangster. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. We also have uh, citizens on the Texas border that's beginning to receive, receive letters. Oh, yeah, letters, y'all. You hear me? Letters. So that's going to be important. We'll talk a little bit about that. DNA testing. Remember, we talked a little bit about that last week, about DNA, DNA testing on immigrant families and little kids. Well, let's put it this way. Some of you say, no, nah, that's not what's happening. Well, I'm going to explain to y'all how this has already been approved and it's been going on for some time. Nobody wants to talk about this. But we're we going to get into that as well. Um, and we also have parents. You know, some parents are, are upset because transgender athletes are now beginning to compete in um, high school sports, and they really have a problem. They really have a problem with it. But we're gonna we're gonna explain to you why you can't have it on one side piece of the pie, then no more the other. You know, you can't be on one side on one issue of it and, and then look around and say, no, nah, we don't want it like this. You know, this, this hippity hop stuff just ain't getting it. Uh, let's see what else we got for you today. And why do white people keep calling the police on black folk for doing nothing? You know why? Why are they doing that? Well, we we're gonna break some things down for you today. Hopefully, help you understand just a little bit better as far as what's going on with that. And of course, we got the Black History moment. We have the uh, inspirational saying, the song of the day, song maybe songs of the day. And we just have a lot going on for you today. So we want you to sit back, relax. But if you want to comment on anything, just call in. Yeah, call in. Let us hear what you have to say. And here's how you can do that, 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. Press 1 on your keypad. Let us know you you want to join the conversation. We bring you in, and we can get to chatting, you know what I mean? Right, the other way is our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Uh, you can log in there, and we can have a conversation there as well. Uh, the co-host, my co-host, is also in the chat room. So if you want to address either one of us in the chat room, go right ahead. We will reply 
We will reply. And then, of course, there's the emails at Eric Let's, E-R-I-C-L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K, Eric Let's Talk at gmail.com. Then you have uh, P. Ross email at P. Leona, L-E-O-N-A, dot Ross24 at gmail.com as well. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And as I said before, we really want to hear what you have to say, especially on, on subjects on subjects like this, um, what we talk about today, because it's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. Uh, okay. Interesting. All right. So, now, with all that being said, with all that being said, we ready to get the rocking and rolling. But before I do, let me bring my co-host in so we can go ahead and, 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 and get her thought process on what we have planned for you today. P, what you doing? How you doing today? Are you ready for me? Yes, I'm ready. Nah. So tell me, what you thinking about the show? Oh, these what are we got planned today? Oh yeah, these these discuss a hot topic. It's gonna it's gonna be a good show. It'll be very very interesting. <laughs> okay. All right, then that's it. And that's all I got to say right now. <laughs> oh, you saving it? You banging out there saving it? Uh, okay. Okay, so we we can go with that. We can go with that for right now. All right, so. Uh, I'm I'm reading something. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so, all right, so that, that'll work, that'll work, we'll bring you back in a minute, because I know we, you have a lot, because we, we have these discussions when we, we're talking about what we're going to talk about on the show anyway, and, um, you know, sometimes we jive together, sometimes we don't, that's why I love her, she's my co-host, hey, we, we, we make things happen, we don't have to agree every time, but we, we talk it out, <laughs> I wish a lot of other people would do that, all right, so. But now's that time before we go any further to get you get some music going for you, Bobby. Get some music going because All right, my bad, my bad. My my fingers are moving faster than my mouth right now. All right. So, as I was saying, it's time for the song of the day because the music soothes the soul and I got an old one for you today. And they don't even play this a lot. They don't play this song a lot, but I love it, man. It's, it's a nice little, it's a nice cut. It really is. And it's Mr. Christopher Williams, and I'm dreaming. i talk to y'all in about five minutes. Enjoy the music. I'm dreaming.
turf And with the mic is how my smoke signals work They were jamming off a record that said it best Now what you hear is not a test
I don't read hieroglyphics, meaning the game of passing. That was the meaning of the game. And as I said, it is one of the oldest board games, fragmentary boards that could be Senate have been found in First Dynasty burials in Egypt, circa 3100 B.C. A hieroglyph resembling a center board appears in the tomb of Merknera, I guess he was a king, um, 3300 to 27 B.C., the first unequivocal unequivocal painting of this ancient game is from the Third Dynasty tomb of Hesse. 2686 to 2016 BC. People are depicted playing Senate in a painting in the tomb of Rest, Rest, somebody, Rest, I think. As one, rest, as, as said, rest, somebody. Yeah, Rest, somebody. You know, I can't do these names that well. As well as from the tombs of the Fifth and Sixth Dynasty, as well as the game was found buried with King Tut. Sixth Dynasty, 2500 B.C., the oldest intact Senate boards date to the Middle Kingdom, but graffiti on the Fifth and Sixth Dynasty uh, uh, moments could date as early as the Old Kingdom. At least by the time of the New Kingdom in Egypt, Senate was conceived as a representation of the journey of the call, the vital spark to the afterlife. The connection is made in the great game, Next, which appears in a number of papyri, as well as the appearance of markings of religious significance on Senate boards themselves. The game is also referred to in Chapter 17 of the Book of the Dead. Senate also was played by people in neighboring cultures, and it probably came to those places through trade relationships between Egyptians and local people. It has been found in the in the Levant at sites such as Arad and Biblos, as well as in Cyprus, because the local practice of making games out of stone, there are more Senate games that have been found in Cyprus that have been found in Egypt. Now, those are, those are, are, are um, coffins, you know, those sarcophagus things that they are um, buried in. Now, um, it was also called the game of 30 squares. And as you know, it was played with, with dice on a board that had squares in the pattern of 3 to 10 dots. Now, it evolved into, it doesn't say when it evolved into the game of backgammon. However, over time, that is what it became with each person having their own, that's why they said the rules of it, cannot be, you know, the original rules. We don't know the original rules, but it is one of the oldest games knowing, known. It just says it has been, it has evolved over thousands of years into the games that we play today. So it went through a lot of changes. And it says the oldest version of the of backgammon that archaeologists have uncovered so far it's from the Iranian city of somewhere, Sheriff Sukkath. Its board and markers have been dated to 3000 B.C. The board is rectangular and made of ebony, illustrated with an engraving of the snake. The serpent is coiled around itself 20 times, and this creates 20 slots for the game. Today's version has 24. 
Markers found with the game were made from turquoise and a gate, and 60 of them were discovered along with the dice. Wooden boards have been found in the royal tomb of Ur al Chaldees in the center of Sumar, but these are dated only to 2600 BC and are known as the Royal Games of Ur. And that's the history of the Egyptian game called Sanat, which we now know as backgammon. You didn't know that, did you? Neither. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't know it. That's for sure. But now that I know, I still ain't going to play no backgammon, though. Not that I don't know how I do, but I just don't play the game because... Yeah, I just don't play the game. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. As, of course, you just heard uh, my co-host, P. Ross, give you a black history moment, which is interesting about how black backgammon supposedly started, because they say supposedly, you know, because you can only go from what they say and what the history is, because none, none of us was back there. So, But that's good stuff, though. That's really good stuff. All right, so on the show today, we got some good things going for you, and I'm, 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 okay, I had to get that out. All right, we ready now. <laughs> Sometimes that singing bug just hit me, and I got to let a note out here and there. Woo, you wee doggy. That's what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all, welcome to the show. Oh, man. Hey, look, I ain't even started talking yet. Hey, I'm going to one of them singing shows here. I'm going to one of them singing uh-huh. shows. I'm going to Voice or something like that. Put me a group why? together going to Voice. Why would you? Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you do that to a because minister? Because I, uh, I have confidence in me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have confidence in me. As long as I got confidence in me, I don't care what other people think. I'm good. Oh, okay. man. I guess somebody would add to the Black History Bowl. Let me bring them in real quick. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here and what you got for me? Happy Monday. You must have took you must have took them happy pills they give you. <laughs> What's going on, Extra baby? animated and happy. Uh, I was going to oh, listen a little bit more, is. but I want to catch you. Ah, it's better than being curled up in bed. And unhappy. Shit, I'm happy. I'm happy okay, that you're uh, happy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was say I don't know about curling up, but when you say unhappy, yeah, I agree with you there. Being curled up in the bed. If you're happy, curled up in the bed, that's a good thing. So what you got for the Beasley? Yeah, I know you always have some interesting tidbits for us. I see that well, not always, but I see, I see the I see the the topic, and you're seeing these right. You know, the cops being called for people from people being in the pool. To selling lemonade, you know, a little seven-year-old mm-hmm. girl. San Francisco was a seven-year-old girl. Yeah, trying to be enterprising. I think these things have always gone on. Now you just have, and I'm just thinking about when I was growing up. We even had neighbors that were black that called the police on us for playing football in the streets. They knew that we lived right in the neighborhood. <laughs> knew that we lived right in the neighborhood. I've been, I've, I've been a part of. Of homeowners association lived in a condo building where I'm feuding with the security company, and I would just walk mm-hmm. by and say something to me. I'd give them the finger. They call the police. Next thing I know, twenty minutes later, the police are on the door. The police have always been used to to to, to keep us in line and keep us in check. 
And it's a way for them to uh, avoid it's a way it's, it's, it's intimidation. It's an intimidation factor that's always been used on black people. On anybody in general, but particularly but particularly but particularly black folks. Most black yep, people no matter how no matter how straight they are, are justly afraid of the police and really ain't trying to interact with them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true, Beasley, and that's that's the point I'm gonna make here later on when I get into that more deep. Right. But yeah, those those, those are very very valid points. They're very valid, yeah. and, and without a doubt, you're right. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, you I'm know, a grown man, but, a perfectly legal driver, and I still get flutters sometimes if they get behind me. Not as much as I did when I didn't have a license and insurance and shit, but now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah I, I think we and all get that one when it comes to that. Yeah, now, that and, I did, and I did that for years as a grown up and did it well. Seven seven years before they finally caught up with you, I was like, Okay, it's time to get the license. Mhm. Well, anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> what other topics are you talking about? Oh, we're going to talk a little bit about transgender um, athletes. We're going to talk about uh, North Korea calling the United States demand for denuclearization gangster. Um, border. We're going to talk a little bit about the border. we got quite a few things we want to get into here today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, quite a few. But, you know, I know this, this white people calling the police is going to be, it's going to be the main one. So I, I'll get to it. So when I get right. to it, I, I mean, sure it's I, nothing. I'm it's nothing back. new. It's nothing new. Just right. them saying they'll call. The, just them saying they'll call the police. <laughs> I've had them doing it with a with a minor dispute over a parking space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I really wasn't where I was saying. You know, I kind of was here first, but if you really want the space, you can take it. I'm being humble. Mm. What do you mean? I'll call the police. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. As I say, you know, as you said, and I'm going to say later on, it's not new. It's just it's more public now with the, with the because of social media and they feel, yeah, they feel um, more, um, they can do it and get away with it more now. And they're showing it all over the country, in every region mm-hmm. of the country. That's right. Yep. So in every right, region. In, well, thank you, sir. All right. Okay. All right. Get back with you. You know, put you in the queue. All right. So, as Beasley said, you know, we're gonna get into this. I, I, I'm not gonna try and get 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 too far into it uh, right now. But yeah, we're gonna get into this thing. Because this is a very, very hot topic right now. But before we do, let's go on and, and hit some of our nuggets here real fast. Um, all right, be easy to take notes so you, when you when I bring you back in, you know what you talk about. You know, I heard this guy talking today. No, I think I saved that. I saved that for when we get to the people calling the police. What you say, P. Ross? You know, we talked about this earlier, Mr. Um, what's the boy's name? I told you about the head of his own show, Jesse Peterson, I think his name is. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. I, I, I have to come back to him. Yeah, yeah we don't I, I have to come do, back to we him. We don't want to do that right now. We don't want to do him right now. 
<laughs> All right, so uh, I think that boy's name is Peterson. It's something like that. He see tie tongue or something. I don't know. But anyway, we get back to that. Um, North Korea, man. You know, um, over the weekend, the Secretary of State Mark Mike. I don't know why I call that guy Mike. Mark Mike Pompeo. Um, visited well last late last week. Visited North Korea, and as he left, North Korea says um, that the United States denuclearization commands are gangster-like, uh, <laughs> you know, and it basically said North Korea was critical of a statement, you know, in which the country's foreign minister blasted bash hopes for a quick deal and attacked the U.S. for making unreasonable and extraordinary demands aimed at forcing it to abandon nuclear weapons. Now, of course, we already know, because we mentioned it here on the show before, that this isn't the first time North Korea has uh, said, yeah, we will go ahead and get rid of our nukes or what have you. But as I mentioned before as well, at the time when this meeting took place, their nuclear, one of their nuclear um, uh, facilities had collapsed on itself, so they really couldn't do anything. <laughs> they really couldn't do anything at that time anyway. So why not make it seem like, yeah, we're going to give it up. We're going to give it up. However, satellite footage have shown that they are rebuilding um, that, that nuclear facility And it really makes 45 looks kind of dumb As he feels that he went over there And accomplished something no other sitting, No other president has done Now yes he was the first one to go over there And sit with a North Korean leader We give him that But all this other stuff he got played just like everybody else did North Korea been playing The, the rest of the world for years Yes but the interesting thing About this whole situation is he, that They're right they're right. Mr. Smith is acting, trying to be gangster. But it's not nothing new. Mr. Smith has been gangster for years. That's how they got rid of Saddam. That's how we got rid of Gaddafi. Uh, the show. That, that's, they've been doing drive-bys and takeovers and collecting payments to keep people <laughs> in power and quiet. So, yes, it's definitely gangster. But the whole interesting part about this situation is it's, it is just amazing to me, and nobody mentions this. I don't know why not. It's not like it's a hidden hidden secret. The one country that's trying to force everybody else to get rid of their nuclear weapons is the only country that has ever used a nuclear weapon. Now, if that's not gangster, I don't know what it is. Well, we're going to force you to get rid of your nuclear weapons because you are a threat. But they have never used any nuclear weapons. But I know somebody who has, and those people over in Japan are still paying the price for that, that dropping the, for the United States dropping that bomb over there. But it's just amazing to me how you know it, it just goes. This country goes anywhere and wants to and tries to force someone to act accordingly. Act accordingly. <laughs> However. They're not even acting accordingly in their own country. So how do you expect anybody to really pay attention to this? Uh, I'll tell you what, what, what's not going to happen, though. I can tell you what's going to happen. You won't, you won't catch uh, uh, armed forces up in there trying to um, take over nothing. Guarantee that. Now, you take it, you take, take it for somebody who actually been on that peninsula, have seen the, the militarized zone, have seen the tunnel down underneath. 
know, has looked over over cross. Knows that if a, there's a there's a lake a river over there, once it freezes, the tensions go up because the North Koreans can cross right over into South Korea. So it's not like if they really didn't want to, it could happen. You know, but you got this big gangster sitting over here saying, "Hey, you got to do what we say. We got to do what you say." Sanctions. Oh, we got sanctions on on a whole lot of people. But they're still living. may not be to what we consider living standards, but they're still making it. So, and I'm saying all this to say, you know, before you you, you uh, uh, declare I want to make someone else get rid of their nukes, how about you get rid of yours first? Set the standard. Hmm? Be the bearer. And maybe somebody will, will take you a little more seriously. But when you got an orange puppet sitting up in, the, in, in in that thing they call the White House, you know, <laughs> that's just bragging, that's just bragging on all the great things he has done, which is really no more than what the rest of them have done. You know, he's just another puppet in the in the succession of puppets that that'll be up there. You know, hey, stop stop trying to force other countries to do things that you won't do your own self. Now, I know some of you out there saying, well, you know, Mr. Talk, it's for the security. The security of who? What secu- who? Whose security is this for? Mm. Now, that is a thought-provoking question. <laughs> but anyway, we'll keep track of what's going on over here. But I do not, I, man, come on, this is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. All right. You know, Pompeo went on to say that North Korea understood um, North Korea understood that uh, denuclearization must be fully verified and final. What in the heck does who gonna verify and what constitutes final? You know, to show you how just a slippery slope this whole thing is, y'all. Let's remember after this so-called historic summit. 45 President Donald Trump declared North Korea was no longer a threat and would hand over the remains of American soldiers. Now, I, I haven't heard much about them handing over. They post, that was he was supposed to be able to talk about. However, this same country that the president declared no longer a threat, <laughs> he came back and said totally different. They are still a threat. So which one is it? Are they a threat or aren't they a threat? You know, it's all a political gesturing game that they all play, and we got to quit getting involved, falling for all this craziness. Okay, all these years, they still got nukes. All these years, the U.S. still got nukes. Russia got nukes. China has nukes. Japan, they're all over the place. But you want to go over here and say, yeah, you got to get rid of yours. No, how about we get rid of ours first? Oh, I'm sorry. We can't do that. Why? Because we may use them if we are attacked here. That's what it is. Hey, we get rid of us, we'll be attacked, and we won't be able to use them. Hmm. How about everybody get rid of them? <laughs> because, honestly, what's really coming, no one's going to be able to stop anyway <laughs> because it's already written and proclaimed. 
That's that's all I got to say about that. What you got to add to this real fast? Uh, not real fast. What you got to add to this, Pete? Yeah, you're pretty much right. You know, it 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 does appear like you know they they trying to bully somebody or you know trying to force somebody to do something that that you know we ain't gonna do. We ain't even contemplating that, but we want you to get rid of yours because you know we got to be in control. It's a control. It's a control thing. You know. But, you know, and you always hear me say that. The U.S. going to have to realize that they're not the baddest dog in the town. <laughs> you may not be <laughs> dog no more. <laughs> you folks around he like the baddest dog in the town. <laughs> and demand stuff. And think that, you know, you, you think that they just going to comply with it. Did Did, did you forget? Did you forget that a lot of your 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 businesses over there in that region? That a lot of your goods come from over there in that region. Hmm. 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 Yeah. So, what you're really doing? See. Hmm. You're biting off your nose to despise the face. And, and then, you know, it's going to be sad when you're going to be like, well, I ain't see that coming. No, dummy, you did. Who got did? You know, it, 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 it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this turns out. Of course, we yeah. already know, but it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. We already know, but it's going to be interesting because we know it's not going to really happen. <laughs> we, we, we already know it's not going to happen. You know, it's, it's going to be more like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> it, it's, look, it was a good try, though. We we made them believe it anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Rocket Man, the 45 and Rocket Man probably went somewhere and got sloshed and, and went to a strip club afterwards. You know, there we go, guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, sitting over there and talking about, come say yo. Come say yo. You know, back in the day when, when I was over there, when you hear come say yo, it made it sound like, come here, ho. <laughs> 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 so they was in the strip club doing that, man. <laughs> I couldn't help that one. That, that was just sitting there. All right, let me bring uh, area code 317 in. 317, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What you got for me? Got for us. Hello? 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 Yes. How are you? This is Refined and Design. Well, hello, Refined and Design. How are you? Fine, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. It's good to hear your voice. What you got for me? Well, I was just thinking, um, back in 1948 or 49, um, Mm-hmm. America did testing on with nuclear bombs on Bikini Atoll, the Marshall Islands, in the South Pacific, mm-hmm. and we should have really learned our lesson then because we changed that group of people, changed their whole DNA for the rest of eternity <laughs> with the nuclear testing mm-hmm. we did. We destroyed right. the Marshall Islands with the nuclear bombs, and that's something everyone in the whole planet needs to think about. Right, right, right. That is true. 
you know what, Yvonne, it's interesting uh, how especially Americans have such a short memory. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's like, okay, we're not thinking about that right there. Let's, let's talk about this right here. But as we know, anything that's done now, there's history behind it that, you know, can point to definitely the direction that we're headed in or where we are at this moment. So, yeah, that's, that's a good example. That's a good example. Not to mention, you know, they were having, they had soldiers out in Las Vegas. Hello? Hello, you just left. Mr. Talk? Yeah, I can't hear nobody. Yeah, I can't hear him. I can hear you, but I can't hear him. I think we got disconnected or something. Maybe I'll try calling back in. Okay. All right, then. I don't know what happened. Wow. Okay, we having a little bit of technical difficulties here. We don't know what's going on, but uh, hopefully Mr. Talk will be able to get back in. But we're still talking about the denuclearization, nuclearization. Every time I decided, I brought up a good point. You know, we 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 are the only people that drop bombs, nuclear bombs on folks. But who are we? Well, who is the U.S.? I mean, we. I wasn't there. I didn't do it. But. <laughs> So, you know, to to want to force somebody to denuclearize when we're not going to do it ourselves, that we can be at will, just decide, okay, well, they won't do what we want them to do. So, hey, we have this arsenal, and this is what we are going to do. We're going to drop this bomb on them, and this is how it's going to be. You know, and, and, and to change the DNA of an entire region of people, and in a sense, you know, really have no remorse because we haven't denuclearized yet. Right. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. And not only that, that's the land there is still, I mean, you can't grow anything there. The people can't live there. I mean, I think they're just now recently started, you know, putting um, people can actually, they can go there, but. You kind of don't think you can live there, but you would have to do your own research on that. Yeah, probably, probably not. Um, you know, because the ground is, is, is tainted. Does that ever come up? The question is, does that radiation ever come up out of the ground? I don't think so. Once, once it's there. And right. And the coral, the coral there now is. Um, Mutated, I guess it's yeah. like the size of tree trunks and that some of the coral in the ocean. Yeah. yeah so just think about the 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 sea life that's there. Who could eat that? See? No one could. Yeah, it has long lasting repercussions that won't ever be fixed. So, but but they want every other country to denuclearize, but they don't want to. Right, and it's a, another sad thing too is I guess the they're having like an anniversary date for the soldiers who were there who witnessed all this and was exposed to all that radiation, 
it's right. been kind of popular. And really, we should give tribute to them, but really, you don't hear nothing about that too much. No, no. And and the other the other thing. Uh, Come on, Rock. And the only the only other thing that is saying the only, the other thing that is said here that I'm looking at it that um, that you know survivors in, in however most of the survivors receive a relatively modest dose of radiation and in contrast those exposed to higher radiation uh, approximately 1,000 times higher than current safety limits for the general public for a 44 percent this, this was just done in 2016 bore a 44% greater risk of cancer over the same time from 1958 to 1998. Taking in consideration all causes of death, this relatively high dose reduced average lifespan by approximately 1.3 years. See, so that's a lot of damage being done. Mm-hmm. See, a whole and, and, lot of damage. Yeah, and it says that that, that project followed approximately 100,000 survivors. 77,000 of them were children, plus 20,000 people who were not exposed to the race. And also, you got to think about the the wind that blows and the stuff that gets carried on to other shorelines. Right. Yep. That's the piece that nobody really wants to remember or talk about. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's concentrated there. There are, you know, bits and pieces of it floating around and making it to other shores. And and, and the biggest thing, like you say, the sea, the sea life. You know, mutated fish. And you, you're not supposed to eat it. You can't eat it. But if that's the only uh, source of food, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, but nobody wants to talk about that part of it. We just want to be the big bad bully on, on, on campus, as they say. Well, only because it, it hasn't happened over here. I'm mm. also curious that um, in North Korea, sometimes I think they. Don't they build like fake sites, sites that aren't really, they're not really building the nuclear bomb because they don't have the money for or the resources, so they just build like a dummy nuclear bomb or like a one that doesn't really have the nuclear bomb in it. They just make it look like that just to scare people. Yeah. Does that make sense? In some instances, yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. In some instances, that was the case. However, what people don't realize, even though, you know, Mr. Smith decides he want to put sanctions on somebody, you are, there are always those such as China, North I mean, Russia, um, and other, you know, communist-backed regimes, or you really can't say communist for Russia, but, you know, that's, that's allies that will make sure that uh, they get some things that they need. And when you start talking about nuclear, you know, there's always that black market out there. They don't care what your your politics are. You got enough cash, you know, or you got something tradable. You know, we can make this happen. So yeah, you know, the Germans used to do that a lot too during World War Two. You know, they um, you know, put up fake cities and things like that, and have the allies. 
and the allies would go by and bomb us thinking it was a real city when it really wasn't. So, yeah. It's not so far-fetched. Not so far-fetched. So, you know, those are little things that, like I said, you know, the American public, I want to say, I, I'm going to uh, say they, they, they forget, but they, honestly, I don't think a lot of them know. I really don't believe a lot of them are aware of exactly how this game is played. So as long as the propaganda tube continues to push out, you know, these so-called great stories of how we forcing everybody to comply, you know, and they believe in it, everything is kosher. Everything is good. But those of us that know better, we know that, uh, yeah, it ain't happening like that. <laughs> it's not, not happening like that. Not at all. No. So that's that's it with North Korea. Anything else on North Korea? So we roll on. Oh man, I got something else I need. All right, all right. Thank you, y'all. We find these. I'll put you back in the queue, okay? If you want to come back, hit one again. Okay. I'll let you back. All righty. Thank you. All right. Hey, I want to apologize for some reason. And y'all know this doesn't it doesn't happen to me a lot, but my call dropped. Just went blue. I guess I, I and I know Beasley said what time? Do you really think they're gonna cut you off for saying certain things? I do. I really do now. I really do. And maybe I'll just talk a little bit too much. You know, especially when I said him, him and him and Kim John on Kim John on Rocket Man was in the titty bar talking about come come here ho. Maybe I said too much to it. I don't know, but okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, you know, we run out of time, so we'll get back to this border wall here another time. We already know. Basically what's happening is citizens along the, the, the southern um, United States-Mexican border are beginning to say requests. Um, from the um, department, uh, the Army Corps engineers and U.S. Customs and Border Protection uh, to survey their land. Now, you know why they want to survey their land, because they're looking to put their wall up um, in some of the people's, people's property. Now, what they're going to do is, see, this is how they do it. They send you the letter, then they'll send somebody out to survey the land, especially if you say yes. Now, after that, what they do, they'll come back and make you an offer for that land. Now, if you refuse then, you know, they give you a couple of chances before they be like, you know what, uh, we ain't offering anymore. Domain. We just take it. Yep, eminent huh? domain. Eminent domain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that is what's going on right now down at the border. And it, 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 it seems as though, you know, it's becoming more and more prominent, but that's something nobody's talking about. That's why all the attention is, is elsewhere, because they don't want you to know they're taking people land from down there as well. Say what? No, I didn't say anything. Okay. Okay. All right, that's the extra voice I got in my head. Okay, got you. understand. All right, so that's what's going on. <laughs> that's what's going on down there. <laughs> that's what's going on. That was going on down there in South Texas, okay? So, but of course, you know, we're going to keep y'all abreast of what's really happening down there. You know, if anything else goes crazy. All right. So, because um, there's two things I want to talk about here real fast. DNA testing. 
you know, uh, we mentioned this last week on the show about the kids. You know, right now they say more than 2,000 immigrant children, and some of them just taught us, uh, you know, been separated from the families. And um, uh, just all across the United, at least 16 states. So they spread out all over the place. And, of course, the judge, I think they have until Tuesday, tomorrow, to put these kids back with their families. Now, how that's going to work, I don't know. But, and we mentioned taking their DEA, DNA, but I mean, he also mentioned about the, the, the chipping, the RFID tracking tag. And mm-hmm. this has, this is not new. This is not new. And of course, we did some stories last was last year, early this year, about companies um, giving giving employees the opportunity to be chipped, you know, for free. Mm-hmm. And they had these big celebrations, mm-hmm. you know. And so it was just being started. However, with this instance, um, chipping has been going on for a long time, a long time, longer than we actually realized. You know, right. there's there's been a push since 2004. Yeah, 2004. Okay, here it is. Vera chips are legal for implementation, implantation in people in the U.S. 2004, the Food and Drug Administration has given final approval to apply digital solutions to sell their Vera chip RFID tags for implantation into patients in hospitals. So now, if you notice, they started with the hospitals. Why? Because you have a lot of sick and homeless in the hospital. So why not? Who better to test it on? Okay. The intent is to give immediate positive identification of patients both in hospitals and in emergencies. Doctors, emergency room personnel, and ambulance crews could get immediate identification without resorting to looking for wallets and purses for ID. The FDA ruling is not to allow implantation in humans. This has already been set up. Yeah, I heard that, right? The FDA ruling is not to allow implantation in humans. This has already been set up. Now, this was in 2004. Uh-huh. 2004. The purpose of the review is to examine privacy issues. The VeraChip is a radio frequency identification device that is injected just below the skin. The subdermal RFID tag located is invisible to the naked eye. A unique verification number is transmitted to a suitable reader when the person is within range. And, of course, we know with the extraordinary amounts of satellites we have floating around in that place they call space up there, you always in range. <laughs> enemy of the state. Enemy of the yeah. state. So as, as far as uh, thinking that this idea about them chipping them the kids down there, uh, that's not as far-fetched as you think. Eventually, this technology will become standardized, allowing you to use this as your passport. That's going across the fourth borders. This is now public transit, all buying opportunities. It says we can control immigration chips. We could control immigration chips, could it ultimately read genetic maps on a chippy's intellectual potential and other talents. Y'all got that, right? So the next time somebody said, nah, they can't be chipped them kids down there, tell them, oh, you so telling okay. a lie. Okay? Because it's right there. Mm-hmm. We could control immigration. Mm-hmm. That was the, the, the barrel chip uh, maker said. We could control immigration. Okay. 
But we said that. We said that, on, we said that on the show last week. They didn't want to believe us. So I had to tell them that, that, that why, what, why are these children being separated from their parents? Because it's easier to have access to the kids to chip them without a parental consent if they're separated from their parents. You can do what you want to do then. Mhm. Exactly. We said that. We said that. Yeah. But you know, a lot of times you can say things, but some people just need to read and have have some uh, scientific behind it. We can see what's going on, but a lot, a lot of individuals can't. You know. And the push is right now for companies. A lot of companies to chip their employees. And they to are chip doing their it. employees. Yeah. Yes, and they are doing it. You know, so you know, you, you really have to uh, understand what what is really going on. What is really going on? I'm gonna put some of this uh, this um, in the chat room for those that want to read it. You know, because I know I, I get carried away a little bit sometimes. All right, so we're gonna do that for you. Um, also, let's talk really quick about these parents uh, petitioning for a policy change because. Um, their transgender, their daughters were beaten by a transgender athlete at a high school track meet. Now, here's my thing with this. You know, you push, let them go to the bathroom, whatever bathroom they want. You know, they're people too. Let them, well, you know what? Now that they are actually running track and, and yes, refining design, um, before I move on. She asked me in the chat room, is it possible that once they chip people, they could send a frequency to them and then mind control them? Absolutely. Absolutely. The military has been been, been testing mind control for decades. Decades. You know, so yes, yes, and yes. That That, that is exactly... And it wouldn't be, and see, people think, well, you walk around like a zombie. No. I know a lot of you have seen, what is the Born Identity? You know, the Born series? Uh Similar Mm -hmm. similar to that. You have hired assassins walking around, and you never know it until, you know, they are um, um, activated. That's a good word. Until they are activated. (laughs) You know. So don't take this as, as a laughing matter because this is serious. It is serious. Um, but as I was saying back to the to, 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 to the transgender, look, you can't have it both ways. You say these people deserve to be to be able to change. Well, if they they go change and they identified and all their their, their qualifications say they're female, then you're gonna have to suck it up or teach your child how to run faster. Just that simple. You know, and that reminds me of, of this African runner in the Olympics a couple of years ago, and she was out running everybody, and there was a big yep. thing where she looks like a man, and da 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 da, and they actually had to have this, they had this child tested, tested. Once again, you can't have your cake you need it too. Make up your mind, all right? Because if they if they're doing these, getting these changes, whatever, they run it. I mean, they're going to participate as much as they can. You know, I suggest you quit watching Days of Our Lives or whatever you're watching and get them um, 
and, and get your kid out there to run faster. That's all I got to say about it. Go ahead, Pete. You may have something different. Oh. Yeah, the, the, the oh, athlete oh. you was talking about, her, the athlete you was talking about, uh, that was uh, Casper Semenya. She, but you know, they cleared her, you know, to return to international um, 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 competition because there's a difference if if, if there's a gender gender controversy because of, of 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 the way you are born, you know, rather than you choosing you being born a male and you decide you want to be a girl because you feel like more than a girl and your parents allow you to make that that decision, that that's a choice, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, now, since if I feel like I'm a boy, you know, and I'm a girl, but I'm born a girl, and I want to use the, bath, the, 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 the girl's bathroom, I should be allowed to, to do that. I should be able to use the restroom of my gender identity. Well, Connecticut said the same thing. If they feel like they're girls, then they should be allowed to participate on whatever athletic team that they gender identify with. That is the school policy. That is the state policy. So you didn't, like you say, you didn't have a problem with it when they was going to the, well, some people did. I did. You know, when it was just the bathroom issue. You know, when it was just the bathroom issue. But now that, you know, these young young men, born boys, are outrunning the girls, now there's an issue with it. But why? If you have a buy in or you can't buy in for one half and not buy in on the full the full story. Either you with mm-hmm. it or you're not. You either with it or you're not. And honestly, no matter what the petitions are, I doubt if the policy is going to change. This is what it is. Because the bottom yep. line of what's going to be said is that okay, these children have rights too. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you give a kindergartner the little the little series that they made on the little kindergartner who wanted to be a girl and his parents allowed, you know, he left out of the classroom and came back dressed up as a girl, you know, and the kids were shocked, you know, and some of the parents were mad. Did it change anything? The little boy still go to school dressed up as a girl. That's what he mm-hmm. feel like. See, so. I doubt if your petition, I mean, this is a good start, but I, I doubt if your petition has any, you know, weighs in on anything because, you know, the decisions have already been made. They've already been made. Mm-hmm. They're already running. They're already a part of the team, and, and nobody's going to take them off. Right. Exactly. And, and that's, so you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically is what they're telling us. Mhm. Man, that's the bottom line. That's what you fight for. That's what you got. Uh, let's see. We got somebody else want to come in here. All right, let's see. Let's bring Angela. Hello, Angela. Welcome to the show. What you got for us? Hello. Okay. Maybe that was a slip of thing. Yeah, maybe that was good for the fake. Okay, we're, we're shut down. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's that's what's going on with that right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 
We got all the nuggets. Let's get to this real good one here. Why do white people keep calling cops? Why do white people keep calling the cops? Now, go ahead, P. I'll let you go first. Because I'm going first. I'll let you go first. Because you know me, I get started. So you go first. I take all your points. So go ahead. <laughs> I don't know why they keep calling the cops. I don't know. You know, I, I guess they feel emboldened to do so. If they see you barbecuing in a space and they don't like it, they're going to call the cops. If they see you using they so, their so-called pool, they're going to call the cops. Just get yourself out of there. If you got on socks in my pool, I'm calling the cops. What happened hmm. to just, what happened to civility? Ma'am, do you live here? Yes, I do. This is my dress. Okay. And that be the end of it. You know, uh, sir, why do you have socks on in the pool? Uh, I'm not really worrying about why you got socks on in the pool. Does it really matter? Mm. Come on, man. I mean, considering the other things, the other things people do in the pool, I would be less concerned if somebody had their socks on in the pool. You know, and and and, and it just mm-hmm. it, it just goes on and on and on and on and on for stupidity. And it doesn't even matter like this one man who called, you know, the cops on the woman. They called him ID, hashtag ID Adam. I don't know. He lost his job, but does that change his mentality? And, you know, from the from the first reason, what, why, why would you think that it was so important to call the cops? Twelve-year-old boy mowing the neighbor's lawn. You you mow an inch or a foot in, in, in my yard, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to call the cops. No, see, I'm going to go out there and say, listen, it's hot out here. You want to move my yard, too? Normal people do that. What's wrong with you? You know, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? You know, but or is it just this 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 underlying prejudice that has always been there, and now that, that you know that, that cops are freely killing black folks, you know, w- without any repercussions, so to speak, that, oh, well, I'm 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 gonna get them. I'm gonna get the cops to do the job for me because I really don't like black people. And if I call the cops on them, they're gonna go to jail, or they they're gonna kill them. You know, <laughs> is that the logic behind it? You know, we talked some weeks ago about when I went to um, uh, Montgomery, Alabama, and 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 we went to the museum, and we had all these stones and 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 the the with the names of those who had been lynched. You know, and and this is that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Thank God for reasonable people. You know, but this is that type of foolishness. Everyday, ordinary stuff. These people were lynched. These people were killed. Their lives were taken for standing on a corner in a white neighborhood, for walking past a window and a white woman was sitting there, and oh, he might have looked in at me, and you were hanged. Foolishness like foolishness like that. This is that mentality. This is that same stupid spirit that hasn't went. This is the spirit of racism that has not gone anywhere. It has always been there. It just has been underlined. What they used to call subtle racism now is back to being blatant racism because you know, you know. Leader and, and, and leader in general said it's okay. When they ran over the woman 
and when they ran over the woman in Charlottesville, you know, and nothing was done and it was okay, everybody saw that as their ticket to say, oh, yeah, I can say how I really feel now. So it's not inbred, it's taught. This is what has been taught, and this country has a foundation of division. And nobody wants to address that issue. Nobody wants to come to the table and really admit that, you know, because everybody wants to still perpetuate the lie that we're a melting pot. You're a melting lie. It's Mm -hmm. not. Now, we might have more interracial couples and interracial children and, and, and all of that, but racism in this country, people, contrary to popular opinion, is still alive and well. This is where this mm. is happening. Mm. It's not a mystery. It's not a mystery, and we just need to buck up and admit that. And listen, really? just because you have black friends don't mean that you're not racist. <laughs> what does it mean then? And, and and yes, and yes, black people are racist against black people as well. But mm-hmm. let's not go. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. no. You know, mm. so you know, let, let's not let's let, let's not keep perpetuating the lie. Let's deal with the real issues. You know, I'm sorry. I'll let you finish first. <laughs> no, I'm done. Go ahead. You know, it, it, it's 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 amazing, and, and you know, Beasley um, hit on it with, before he left about this is not something that is just brand new. You know, it's is more nothing? visible now. No, it's, it's not. You know, um, you know, as I as I was researching for the show, looking up, uh, uh, you know, looking at different things, it, it just became apparent. You know, and, and as I started doing my notes, I'm like, this is crazy. It's just a modern day, uh, uh what can I put it? It's a modern day hope that lynching will return, basically. Mm-hmm. Now, here's an example I'm going to give y'all. Let's think about pro athletes, and that's pro and college athletes, where there's a, a white female and a black athlete. They uh-huh. get into it. She get mad for something he does not do. And you've heard the testimony quite often. First thing she says, I'm going to call the police, and they're going to believe what I got to say. Why is yeah. that? Because she's a white girl dating a black guy. So now the black guy, he's going to get scrutinized, taken through the ringer, just because she got mad at him, and because he's dark, he's colored, uh, he has a, 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 he's a black guy, and she's a white girl. You know, um, and, and how how did we get here today? How did we get where we are now? Because it's really dumb. You know, people living in dorms, sleeping in the dorms that they live in in the modern era, and then and somebody called the police. Now. And y'all know me, I try to be fair and look at both sides of this issue here, of an issue. And I'm saying, well, okay, maybe, just maybe, there's a misunderstanding. Maybe they just, you know, trying to be cautious on kids selling lemonade and cutting grass. You, you cannot justify that. 
you know, it, it's one of those things where if you see a, it, <laughs> the old saying, two black guys walking down the street and a white, an older white woman walking toward him with a purse in her hand. The closer they get, the more she clutches her purse to where she can't take it the more she just crosses the street. Why? Because they're in her space, and she don't want them in her space because the the quote unquote uh, language is black folks do bad things. We're violent. We're destructive. Yeah, some of them are. Just like some of the white boys are when they be celebrating their, their team's university's victory. But you don't hear a lot about that. And, and, and as I was researching, you know, um, wait a minute before I, I'm getting too fast here. You know, that, remember that guy in New York City that was screaming at the lady, but he going to call ICE, and he happened to be an attorney. He happened to be an attorney. And uh, and he was mad because they were speaking Spanish. And he declared that the restaurant employees should speak English because I pay for their welfare. I pay for their ability to be here. And that is the, the logic. But the, the, whole, the funny part about that situation is the, the lady was actually Puerto Rican. They don't see a difference in that. They don't see a difference in that. You know, if you speak Spanish or, you know, whether you're Latino, uh, I hate to say Mexican, um, Hispanic, or whatever, you speak in the language they don't understand, automatically you are a threat. We don't want you here. We don't want you here. You know, many many sociologists say it's one of those uh, uh, feelings of this is mine. This is mine. This is my space. This is my world. We allow you to be in it. And now that we have someone uh, in the top seat of this country, I can act as I want to. And nothing's going to happen to me. I told y'all last week, I watched a video where a woman actually jumped on the police officer. She jumped on him. Because he wouldn't arrest some kids outside playing in a park. We know black folk don't trust the law enforcement. We have examples of what happens when we try <laughs> in many cases. The grand it has never happened to me, thank you, Jesus, but we have we seen examples. So and you know, as some of them I've been outspoken as in don't do dumb stuff. And the other one, I'm like, yeah, that was, you know, that shouldn't have happened. So don't think I'm just on one side here. I'm on both sides, but this is ridiculous. It really is. Um, let's go back in history a little bit. This began well before the declaration of the United States as an independent nation. After all, a central part of the U.S. project from the beginning was not just the rule of minorities of a minority of elites, but the enlistment of white citizens or at least a section of them, in the policing of others. Let's not forget, before the Civil War, laws effectively deputized whites to capture black people escaping slavery in the South. During the, late, during the 18th and 19th centuries, every southern state passed laws concerning runaways. Any white person could apprehend the slave and return him or her over to a justice of the peace. Okay? There's also a history of vigilante violence to uphold white supremacy in the form of lynching. See, we talked about that. And they still finding folk hanging from trees in Mississippi. In Mississippi. The notion that black people are criminals 
to be police has become part of the daily diet of American life. And, 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 and that's it. It's still there. Two recent developments updated the historic involvement of people policing each other for the 21st century. First, now pay attention to this, because me and Pete was talking about this earlier, how the president laid groundwork for other presidents coming along. Because y'all don't uh-huh. believe it, but but these, these cats, they're working together. It may not seem like it. They put on, like I said, they put on them great shows, but it may not seem like it. But, oh, yeah, they work together. Here it is. The first was the war on terror that declared during the Bush years and ongoing ever since following September 11, 2001. Federal police agencies called on people to report suspicious activity by calling terrorism hotline. In 2002, Congress passed a law that created the Department of Homeland Security. See, people don't realize that never existed before September 11. Well, 2002. Mm-hmm. Under right. umbrella, a primary feature of uh, DHS's activity from the start has been the cultivation of public participation in the racist policing of ordinary people. And here's a key: usually Muslims and people of color, of course, by other ordinary people. Involved absurd measures such as the color-coded Homeland Security Advisory System which was uh, to promote informing on our neighbors and fellow community members as an act of good citizenship to accompany the state's own former surveillance system. All right, that's the first one right there. And let's remember, once, once September 11th happened, oh, it was open season, open season on anybody who claimed to be Muslim or worship in the Islamic faith. It was open season. Now, here's another interesting fact about this. Most people feel that all Muslim or Islam-worshipping individuals are people of color. No, they are not. There are other ethnicities in worshipping Islam. Heck, Malcolm X told you that, how his eyes got open once he went to uh, Mecca and and witnessed everybody worshipping together. But see, the so-called, uh, what I say, uh, race bears and, and, and what y'all, they're not going to stand up and say anything about that. But I digress because that's a whole other issue right there alone. But I'm going to go back to what I'm talking about right here. Okay, so let's think about this. Promote informing on our neighbors and fellow community members as an act of good citizenship to accompany the state's own formal surveillance system. Now, we already know 45 got elected and the country split dang near down the middle. Those that hate him and those that support him, no matter what he does, they're going to support him. And when he stood up, as P. Ross said, when he stood up there after Charlottesville and said, there's good people on both sides, oh, it was hot and popping in. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's open season. It's open season. You know, 2000, uh, I'm sorry, the second, even more recent development is, as we said, the elect, the President Trump being elected. In the, years leading, in the years leading up to Trump, an increasingly open and abashedly bigoted right-wing current involving vigilante violence against Muslims 
black people, immigrants, and others grew visibly. We already see it. We already see it. There is a toxic stew of racism, bigotry, and state-promoted panic within the general population and egged on by the president. Now, we know the president and Maxine Waters, they go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. All right. He's the president. Of, he's the president of the United States. You would think that he has enough coof to maintain some type of decency when he's, you know, confronted. But he's worse than a child. He call them names. You know, he he pick at their their heritage. You know, their IQ. But wait a minute. Okay, what sentence is that sentence? Well, I'm, he's the president. If he can get away with it, I know I can because he got our back. He has our back here. We can do what we want to. You know, and, and it, 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 it's growing and, and, and even more so. Now, here's, the, you know, I was reading a story earlier this morning. And it was, I had to laugh at it because it, it happened in, I want to say Utah, where these black guys goes in to go to a bar just to shoot pool, you know, have a good time, chill out. And this one white guy starts harassing them. I mean, really starts harassing them and tell them, you know, calling them in words, tell them they need to leave, so forth and so on. So, you know, the black guys, you know, they try to chill out. So you he was like, okay, enough of this, enough of this. We leaving. No, we're going. So he walks out the door. Okay, the mature thing to do. But no, here comes Billy Bully out the, out the door, still harassing him. Now, let's be honest. As men, I'm telling you as men, I can't tell you about a woman, but as a man, after I walked out of a situation and you's coming after me, that's threatening to me. I don't care who you are, it's threatening to me. So now I'm not running anymore. I'm not running anymore. And so what happened was the white guy, the black guy turned around, and the white guy still call, still call, start, kept calling him names and things, and the white guy flinched a little bit. Well, we know in the black neighborhood when you flinch, it's on and popping. It's on and popping. You know, because that's like saying you're a punk. Well, what he didn't know was the black guy was an amateur boxer. And he hit him with a straight right and knocked him out. Knocked him out. You hear me? Now, a couple of days later while he's in jail, he gets interviewed by the news news, um, station. And, oh, I would never do that. I would never harass anyone, blah, blah, blah. And the black guy walked up and hit me in the back of the head. Wait a minute. The black guy hit you in the back of the head, but you got butt bandages in your face when you got punched. So how did he hit you in the back of your head, but the bandages in the front of your face? And all the witnesses collaborate with the black guy said. Now, why am I telling you this story? Because that is an example of how it is done. That's how it's done. You know, oh, I'm going to do it, but if I become the, now that I got knocked out and embarrassed by the same people I was picking at, I'm going to play the victim. Oh, woe is me. I really didn't do that. I don't know why he attacked me. And it goes on constantly. Constantly. As I said last week, white folks, stop doing this. You're going to get hurt. 
Now, uh, many of these instances, people were cool and calm. You know, they talked and, and while people was videotaping. But, and, but how, however, if you notice when this happens, though, a lot of times it's not in a secluded spot or where, <laughs> you know, where something can really be thrown down to happen, you know. It, like the the lady at the park calling the, the, the police on the people barbecuing. That was a white lady actually filming. You know, so she can say she have proof that these people weren't doing anything. So the the the, the mantra or, or the narrative that they're all bad white people is not a true statement. You know, it is it, not a true statement. However, there are those out there, and they feel emboldened. As my my co-host, I'm using her word, emboldened to do what they feel they can do and get away with. But as Beasley said earlier, as I've said, as P. Ross has said and others, this is something that has not just started to happen. It's in the open now because many of them feel like it, they can do it. You know, sociologists feel the same way. You know, and... and they they say they trace it right back at where we are right now in this country. They trace it back to the presidency, especially forty five, because we know he bully he tries to bully everybody he can. He's not ashamed about it. So if I'm a supporter, why should I be ashamed? The president is doing it, get away with it. I can do it too. This is our country. We built this country. Wait a minute. No, you didn't. You know, uh, Texas, they bad about Texas. But people forget, Texas belonged to Mexico back in the day. That's what the war was about. Texas was Mexico. But nobody wants to say that either. Because they immigrants coming over now. But their ancestors was over here building up things just as well as the rest of them. And I'm sure if you track some of them down, the DNA would prove it. Oh, they're already taking DNA, but they're not using it for that. I guarantee you that. So, once again, what we have here is a failure to properly understand what is happening in our society. Racism dislike, hatred, whatever you want to call it. It never left. May it leave? I doubt it. Not until the coming back of the, of the second coming. But it can get a little bit better. But white folk, y'all got to quit drinking that Kool-Aid. Quit drinking the Kool-Aid and falling for the okie doke. It's a painful thing to get knocked out in front of your friends, especially if you didn't put up all the wolf tickets. You know, people of color are, are not going to stand by too much longer and let you insult them and, and push on them, what have you. Now, and as I said, hey, Bernie, I see you, man. As I said before, I, I, I try to think this thing through, as, as some folks call it critical thinking. Um, I try to think this thing through. Could this be false flags being set up to to not only distract but create a further division within the nation. Could this these actions be used for that? 
it's a possibility. It's a possibility. But on a, on a real scale, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe ten percent chance. What you think, Pete? About a ten percent chance? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. 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 Now let's also remember any time there's any type of black movement that's happening, uh happening, the first thing is done is it's criminalized and now I'm seeing considered or called a terrorist organization. Oh yes. Now so that that, that sets up the framework right there. That's the framework right there. Anybody who says anything but they're a member of Black Lives oh, you're a terrorist, you're a troublemaker. Bam. Now, you're under the microscope. It don't matter how many PhDs you have. It doesn't matter how many companies you own. How <laughs> you know how great how it don't matter what you consider the nation's dad or granddad at one time. And that's something that, that is going on in this country that is really, really sad. It's sad. Now I've said it on the show before and I'm gonna say it again. I applaud them because those individuals were calm. They were collective, you know, and, and they, they stayed, you know, calm. Personally, me, I don't have that type of patience. I'm hitting them in the throat. Now, I'm just telling you straight up, I'm hitting them in the throat. They just talk, why would you hit them in the throat? Because they stopped talking then. I can say I hope they stop breathing, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that. But they will stop talking. And see, people, white people, you have to understand that. There are those of us out there that we we ain't got time for that. No, contrary to what you may believe, this is not your country alone. It's not. So stop it. That idiot up there in office, no, that's not your best way out. Don't think it is. Don't think it is. You know, it's amazing. Um, Trump's, and, you know, once you think about it, how he, he even runs his administration, he runs it on fear. He runs it on attacking, bullying. That's how he runs it. You don't agree with me or you don't look like me or do what I like, you got to go. And that's what these people are are, are saying. You in my space, I don't like that. You got to go. You're not an American. You you still that three fourths of a human. Is it three fourths or three fifths? Something like that of a human. Three fifths. Three fifths. Jesse Peterson. I know I get back to it. Jesse Peterson today said there's not any place in history, where black people ran things and everything turned out good. Now, anybody know who Jesse Peterson is this black person who does a, a show, like I do, but his is on one of the news channels. He said that. 
and, and, and you know, long as there's, there's that type of uh, mindset and nonsense being spilled out over the airwaves, oh, it, it, it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get any better. It's not. We can hope it will, but it's not. But it's amazing, isn't it? They don't want us here, but their children, they dress like us. Their children, they listen to our music. You know, some of them, you want to be rappers or what have you. Maybe that has a little bit to do with it, too. These Probably these same ones that's calling the police on black folk. They probably got kids doing that same thing. <laughs> but once again, nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about that. So this thing about white folk calling them, it is it's deeper than just what we see today. It goes back. And, and, and you know, I like the way when I researched and how it says it went all the way back before the Civil War, before the, 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 the Declaration of Independence. Yes. And we know that. And we yeah, know we this. Know. Well, put it this way. Some of us are aware of it. There are others that aren't. Now, in order to fight something, you have to know the history of it. You have to know the history of it. I said on the phone, what the, basically what law enforcement is, is modern-day slave catchers. Just deputized versions of it. I hate to say it like that, but that's the truth. That is the truth. Life is such a wonderful thing, if we make it to be a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. But the the thought process of these people calling the police or black folk is simple. You don't belong here. This is our area. This is our space. No, go back. To, remember, remember they used to have that cry. Go back to Africa where you come from. Uh huh. We ain't asked to come over here. Hell. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, you were just saying. You just had to get that in, right? <laughs> you know. You had to get that in. That's that's just the most asinine statement that anybody you know that that somebody can can make. Especially since uh, you weren't here either. Mm. Hmm. And that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, you can go back to that that part of of, of the country's development as well. Exactly. You know, when they first got here, the Indians, yeah, Native Americans. Native what happened? Americans. They came over. They came over, took over, spread diseases, and then all of a sudden it was their country. Nobody right. else's country. Right. You know what's an interesting thing to watch, to really understand the mentality of the country that you live in? Just stop sometimes. I know a lot of people don't like Westerns. Just stop and go back and look at some of the Westerns from the 40s and 50s. Just watch them. Watch how the town people act. Watch the sheriff and you know, all the characters. That'll tell you right there what the mindset was. Exactly. 
And you can take that same mindset and put it right here today. And I, I'm going to tell you what woke me up to this. I was watching a Western, because I love my Westerns. I'm not going to tell no fear, but I love Westerns. And this one guy, he supposedly shot somebody else, but he really didn't shoot him. Of course, they was holding him in the jail. And, of course, you got three loud mouths, loud mouths. I'm going to say the loud mouths are what the people calling the police on, on, on black folk. So they get out there in the, in the square, and they give these two great speeches. Ah, and we need to take care of this now. We need to handle it. This is our town, our land, and la, 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 la. And what's the next thing you hear? Let's hang them. What? Yeah, let's hang them. Okay, Bob, you're going to get the rope. John, you're going, we're going over to the jail. Oh, here's the other one. Oh, and cover your faces. Really? Cover your faces? So you 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 bad enough to go and take a man out of jail, hang him, but you want to cover your faces. And if you move it to today, it's the same thing. The only problem is now you got phones that work like like movie cameras, so you're getting caught. But the same thing is going on. Except for they can't hide their faces anymore. And they're not really trying to. Nope. They're not trying to. Now, for, now, I know some of y'all, that probably went over your head like this talk and lost it. But, uh, yeah, no. I ain't lost it. I know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> mm, you know, so, uh, I'll read something. So, you know, you know, it's just that type of mentality is what we're dealing with. Because, yeah, as I said before, you have to understand what you're dealing with in order to be able to deal deal with it. You know, go ahead, P. Get your little two cents in. I know you got more you can add. Go ahead. Actually, I was right. <laughs> Right, it's <laughs> 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 Oh my god! Oh my god! I know. You know, it, it this can be a very um um touchy subject, especially when we're talking about racism and bigotry and 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 in it as a systematic type of thing. You know, not just, I know today we're talking about on the individual level of, of, the, of the reports and, and, and people calling in on different different people, but systematically, you know, we had a show before we talked about, you know, the injustice system, you know, we talked about that. But looking at it as a whole, it goes far beyond just what one or two people does. This, this has always been acceptable. See? Mm-hmm. Always been acceptable that if we say a black man did something, you know, okay, you, 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 we're, 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 where others are innocent until proven guilty, we guilty until we're proven innocent. Mm-hmm. And your state, I mean, look at all those people had to be released because of, you know, planet DNA and false DNA tests, you know, because of the DNA test and it showed that they weren't the people that committed the crime. Manager mm-hmm. 11. A, 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 a whole year, he said to tell him, "I didn't do that. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me." And then they finally look at the video, 
and realize, okay, yeah, that wasn't him. It took you 12 months hmm. to look at a video? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, just, just, just recently. Come on now. Yeah. Really, you know, and, 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 and you want to try to explain away to us when we demonstrate for our rights, you know, you, you, you want to try to explain away and say we're terrorists or we're radical or, you know, uh, it doesn't take all that, you're overreacting. No, we're not. No, overreacting is, is when you was lynching people, you know, 14 and 15 people in, in, in a day for imagined stuff. Mm-hmm. Just because some white woman or some white man said no no proof, no proof. Everybody talks about Emmett Till and, you know, because his parents left his casket open and, and they show what was done to this 14-year-old boy because he supposedly whistled at, at, at a white woman, you know. Hmm. There were many mm-hmm. Emmett Till. And there are many still today you just don't hear about. Our sons and our daughters you know, go missing, but you don't hear about them. They're not, their faces are on the news the same day they disappear, maybe two weeks, three weeks later. This child has been missing since May, okay, and this is October. Hmm. Why are we just hearing about this? Maybe if she was a different color, maybe we would have heard about hmm. it more sooner. So when they say black lives matter, do they really? That's the question that should come behind that. Do they really? You know, because now it's an epidemic of saying, oh, well, you're not supposed to be here. or We really don't want you here, but, you know, because we can't do anything about it, we're going we gonna to call the cops. You know, and it ought to just right. be because, you know, we, 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 we make, you know, false claims and stuff, and if you're in a court of law, that, that, that's perjury on the stand. But what is it when you're making a false report? Why are there no repercussions for these people making mm. these ass reports and using resources, you know, that could be used to stop a real crime? Mm. For foolishness. Mm-hmm. For foolishness. For foolishness. Because you, you don't want that person in your area. Why don't you do what you used to do when we moved into the neighborhood? Move out. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, it was that bad, really. Well, I know it's that bad. I'm just saying that's not going to happen. And don't move. Relocate. Because I can intimidate you enough to where you move. Now, you know, the disclaimer, as, you know, I've said before and refining design, you know, have reminded me. You know, we not talk about all white folk, okay? I'm not under the, the, the impression that all white folk are the devil, okay? <laughs> as some people would say, uh, you know, that's not a doctrine that I follow. You know, I'm talking about the ones that are the devil, though. That's because I'm being nice right now. You know, <laughs> I'm being nice. Yeah. I'm sorry, P. Go ahead. I interrupted you. No, you're good. You know, and and you know, if it, it is that that big of an issue for you, because the color of a person's skin 
you know, intimidates you or exacerbates you to anger so much that you want to call law enforcement with the hopes that something is going to be done, and then when nothing else, nothing, nothing gets done, you're looking like Google the fool. Mm. And what's your recourse? See, mm-hmm. white, white women, you know, and eventually, you know, the children pick it up too. Mm. Yeah. See, because they're going to do what their parents do. Yeah. So then, I think maybe that's where the hope is, because you know you have a lot of kids now go to school, you know, mix. I mean, start the daycare, you know. Well, <laughs> and it's funny because you know the same ones they got to follow. When they get older, the daughters or the sons bring a person of color home as they date or their boyfriend. You know? Right. That, that's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, man, we got two minutes left. So if you ain't on the phone lines, you need to get on the phone line. We're going to go over just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right, you want to comment on anything we talk about, especially what we're talking about right now? The phone number is 347-838-8622. Stick with us. We don't know what you're thinking. You, know, you always hear what we're thinking, but we don't know what you're thinking, what you got going on in your head. <laughs> yeah. But it is, you know, and, you know, some psychologists, they say, you know what, it's, it's not about fear anymore, but confidence. These folks are so confident that when they're called law enforcement, law enforcement not going to pay attention to whatever the black folk are doing. They're going to come directly to them and listen to their story. Their story is going to uphold, and they will do what the white person wants. That's what they say. That's what they want. They're that confident now. Now, um, it's, it's, it's interesting um, that it just continues to flow and flow and flow. But the question is, just like everything else, when is it going to stop? When is it going to stop? And what is going to be the next big thing? So what is going to be the next big thing? Refining Design says church needs to become popular again. Hmm. The right church needs to become popular again. (laughs) To teach our children. Okay, she said church needs to come probably again to teach our children. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree with that. But yeah. I think, see, but, you know, you can say, well, the parents need to teach kids, but that's probably, probably part of the issue as well. The parents, the church, yeah, the right church. I have to agree with you on that one, the right church. I mean, right now, in today's world, many people look at the church and say, uh, no, because there's too much going on in the church right now. It is too much. Is. You know, pastors flying around in multi-million dollar jet. You know, you don't see the pastor until he comes out and preach. That's the only time you see him the whole week. You know, other than that, you see his, stoo- his stoolies. And, yeah, that's what I call them, his stoolies. 
in a lot of them. You know, and they, 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 they who man, they worse than, than the outsiders sometimes. They are. But I agree. I agree. If it's the right church and they're teaching the right doctrine, yes. But with that all being said, you got to get away from all that tradition as well. A lot of churches right here do so many things just because it's been done that way for so many years that nobody has really thought about changing anything. You know. What what did the Bible say um, about being in order, peace? Uh, everything's done in decency and in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. They, uh, you know, some of these churches, they quick to throw that line out. Well, it's got to be done in decency and order. But yet the leader is out of order. So how do you expect the rest of the house to be in order? Oh, Lord, don't let me get this going here. Please, Lord, I love you. Please change. Don't let me go there. <laughs> 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 but it's true. It's true. You got these ladies up there. They say, "Thus saith the Lord." And la, 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 la. as soon as church over, they got some little boy in the back trying to molest him. What in the world? Well, some little girl. You know, they headed down to the two dollar hotel to smoke crack with a with a with a hooker. So, I mean, when your leaders are out of order, which not only the church, this country leaders out of order. It really is. Religion. Uh, we might as well talk a little religion. Religion, because it all comes back to the foundation and what you've been taught and who you follow, so forth and so on. You know, um, by refining design, um, you know, religion is a word that is used a whole lot. But honestly, religion means nothing. The word religion doesn't mean a thing. It doesn't. It doesn't, Pete? No, not really. No. Anything can be in this day and time. In this day and time, you, you, hey. You you can worship you can worship a chair and that can be your religion now. That can be your God and yeah. that can be your religion. My point exactly because it's a man made um, explanation of the spirit your spiritual beliefs. Oh, I like the way I said that. Woo-hoo! Okay, my eighth grade education led me down the right road. Uh. I mean, you would you wouldn't agree with me on that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because let, let's think let's think about it. You know, it's just another label that's thrown out there to to justify to give you something to say. Yeah, I'm religious. Yeah, I'm religious. I'm religious. You know. But at but at the end of the day, what does that mean? At the end of the day, what does that mean if 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 it's not right? Right. You know, there right, are all exactly. kinds of there are all kinds of, of religious sects, you know, and, and sects is S E C T S 
you know, which means organizations, you know, that uh, that do stuff that are morally corrupt. Mm-hmm. You know, and they call it, they call it a religion, and, and and until they get called, until you know, someone is is, is prosecuted, these things happen daily under the guise of the word religion. Mhm. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, and, and, you know. I try not to talk religion too much on the show because that's that's a touchy thing. It, it really is a touchy topic. But maybe that's what it's something we need to do. We need to have a show on that. You know. Well, what is what is really your religion? Yeah, I have to work on that topic, but that would be good. What is yeah. your religion? Hmm. Yeah, that could be next Monday's show. Let's start it off with a bang. <laughs> you got that, cuz. <laughs> When you when you when you take a look at um when you take a look at at, at all those 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 these signs and actions and you know it would give you a headache it really would but as we said before it's not something that hasn't been 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 um done before we haven't seen it and I will tell you another movie that is watched that that would if you watch it. And you watched it. I know it was a comedy. It was meant to be satire, tongue in cheek. But it was the, the beliefs are still the same thing. Blazing Saddles. I know you ever watched that movie, said Blazing Saddles. Mhm. Where the yep. town needed a sheriff. Yeah. So you, you know, Cleavon Little, you know, at the sheriff. You know. So as we say before, said before, we going. I'm sure we'll say it over and over again. It's um to where. We've seen it. They've shown it to us. It's just they're no longer hiding it. The bigots, the racists, the haters, the 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 loathers, whatever you want to call them, yeah, they're just no longer hiding it. They feel they have reached the pinnacle, just like a lot of black folk felt they reached the pinnacle when Obama was in office. Well, now, these individuals feel the same. They feel the same way. I mean, can you really be mad at them for it? For feeling that way? Eh. But you can't be mad at them for calling police on black folk for doing, people of color for doing nothing. This is for what they surround and suggest they should be doing. No, in the park barbecuing, in the restaurant eating, in the restaurant waiting for a, 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 a colleague to come in. And simple things. Walking down the street, letting people know that I'm running for office in fall, and I want you to know who I am so I get your vote. Simple things, everyday things. But let's remember the message of the country is, and somebody said it on national television 
television the other day. If you see anything, look suspicious, report it. A lot of people feel that people of color are suspicious, regardless. And, of course, we know the movies don't help any. The movies don't help any. You know, I watched it. Uh, what was it? Justice League. And I don't know why I, all of a sudden I, I watch movies differently than I used to. I was watching the Justice League last night. And it was interesting. At the end, you know, you got the heroes standing up there looking over, you know, the city or what have you. So you have Batman and Superman in the middle. Okay. Then you have, um, you know, those, those are strong heroes right there. Then you have Aquaman and Wonder Woman standing on the left side, you know, all pristine. And then you got Cyborg, which is the black guy, and Flash, which is a little goofy kid, on one side. I said, now, isn't this a wonderful picture right here? Because throughout, you know, during the movie, Flash said something. Flash and Cyborg was talking while they was digging up a grave, Superman grave. That's what they were doing. And they was discuss- discussing how what happened. And they made an interesting statement in there. And they said, oh, we're the, we're the, what they say, we're the mistakes. We are the mistakes. And I thought that was very interesting that they would call themselves mistakes. Uh, see, people don't, uh, Sometimes you have to pay attention to what's being said and stop just looking. You know, open your ears up. Open your ears up. We're the mistakes. <laughs> and people feel that a lot of black folks are mistakes. A lot of mistakes. That we, there's a mistake. You shouldn't have been here. Some say, I wish your mama would have swallowed. But isn't it interesting that two black people can make a white kid, but two white people can't make a black kid? I know what? Yeah, we do. Two black people can make a white. We call them albinos. Never thought about that, did you? That was scares the hell out of them. Just, just like the case where, if they would have found out Herbert Hoover was a black man. Oh, he wouldn't have been the head of the FBI alone. That's why he kept so many records and things on them. He knew what he was dealing with. That's why he was as brutal as he was. He was. And he was. But once again, we don't talk about that stuff because we don't want to talk about that stuff. But just some things to think about. Just some things to think about. You know, as I talk to y'all, things pop in my head, examples are shown to me, and I try and, and present them to you as they're shown to me so you understand what I'm talking about here. It's going to get better, but you can believe it's going to get worse before it gets better. It gets better. You can believe that. Now, for all the Jensen Petersons out there that feel like black folk is not worth anything, and if we had the country, we were running in the ground, so forth and so on, you stay right where you are. You're in a good spot. Stay right there. Stay right there. Because apparently you don't know that black folk built the, the, the pyramids 
But white folks say aliens did it. Because they still can't figure out how it was done. They can't replicate it. They can't redo it. But then again, you don't want to talk about that because black folk can't do anything right. And see, as long as you have Jesse Petersons out there, that's why the, the narrative is going to stay the same. Now, you got all this going on, but where are the big mouth race baiters, the quote, black leaders? Huh? Where's big head, little body, Al Sharpton at? Where's you can't understand Jesse Jackson at? Uh, where are they? Where's Tabby Smiley? Where's Cornell West? Where are these people? Because they have more important things to do than worry about that. Because they're part of the system as well. I'm just saying. Now, it depends on the show. Is those of myself. P. Ross, you know. But they they based in fact, that's the truth. We do look we do go and search research now. So it's out there. But anyway. P what you got for me? Let me get on up out of here. Oh I was done with that subject. <laughs> Basically. That's what I'm saying. I I'm done with it. I'm gonna leave it right there. I'm leaving it right yeah. there. Drop as to say, I'm dropping the mic. So mm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is my last word. You know, it's just thinking. You know, as we were talking, I was kind of writing in, and you know, um, and this is just entitled "In My Skin." In mm-hmm. my skin, you don't know where I've been. In my skin, you wouldn't understand what it takes to live in this country as a black man. Constantly on alert for false imprisonment, false evidence, false evidence placed that didn't belong to me. 200 years later, and we still not free? Came to swim in a pool without cops being called on me. But you brought me here. You stole my identity. A stolen country built with forced labor. Give me a job, and you think you're doing me a favor. Working me harder for substandard wages, what really is the solution for the skin I'm in? Bottom line is never changing. Beneath this flesh is a heart that beats just like yours. There's no difference. So what the hell are you fighting against me for? Are you intimidated, fearful, or just remiss? But whatever I am, injustice is the cause of this. Hmm. Justice is the cause of this. Injustice. Wow. Injustice. Okay. Injustice. All right. Thank you. And who who's that by? P. Ross. P. Ross. That's a P. Ross original. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get her to say, but she she put act like she oh, ain't know what I'm talking about now. That's a P. Okay. Ross original, y'all. And Leona Ross was so, there. I, I, I will send it to you. There you go. <laughs> That's right. So if y'all want any P, any P. Ross originals, hey, shoot her an email at p.leona.ross24 at gmail.com. She's got some good ones, trust me. She's got some good ones. You know, 
and she just wrote that while we sitting here talking on the show. So just imagine if she had time to see. Hey, y'all need some more inspiration, Sam? Go ahead. Because we'll see you one. <laughs> Shoot me an email. But, uh, yeah, so thank you, Pete. Appreciate it. Love you, girl. All right, so here we go. Um, Friday show. We gonna It's going to be a, a, a fun, fun, free show. It's going to be fun, not fun, free, but a, a fun show. We're going to be doing all fun, feel-good stories. You know, we probably have a little music mixed in. Uh, yeah, but we're not going to we're not going to have no heavy loaded show. You know, we're not going to be doing any of that Friday. Friday, okay? Friday, we're not. And then Monday, we'll come back with what is your religion? So I'll give y'all titles for the two next two shows, okay? So y'all make sure y'all hang out with us. If you happen to miss any show today, you know the shows are always archived. So you can always come back in the blog talk radio and, and pull up the show and listen to the parts you missed. And I will update the the the, the, the website. I'll, I'll get on that tonight. That way I know it'll be, it'll be done. All right? So all the, the shows you know, be on there as well. All right. So other than that, anybody got any last words? Going once. Going twice. Okay, we out of here. I want to say thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. It's been fun. I love y'all. We always have fun. Um, Refining Design, thank you for hanging out with us. No smooches. And we appreciate you. I know you've been hanging with me for a long time as well. So it's glad to see you back. Uh, my last words are simple. My last words are simple. Seek God. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Remember, keep smiling. Show appreciation. Forgive with an open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest and best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. All right. So we'll be back here Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. For me and my co-host, P. Ross, we want to say thank you. Have a great week, and we'll see you all back here Friday with some giggles going on. Take you out here with some Jeffrey Osborne, and you should be mine. See y'all. Enjoy your week. We out.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.